Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Indy, thanks for joining us on the show, bro. What's uh, what's happening down there in Melbourne, Melbourne? Thanks for having me. Mm. Um, geez, what's happening in Melbourne? Uh, gee, I don't know. Not not a whole lot at the moment for me. Anyway, I've had a bit of a bit of a rest day today, even though it's not a public holiday. But it's one for you. <laughs> it is. Hey, it is pretty good. Pretty good. Labor Day. I don't know what that is. People having babies. I don't know. Yeah, I still don't know what Labor Day is. What uh, is Labor Day? I think is just, it to do with work? Like you get no, a day off I, I, your labor? Flows, yeah. But, you know, everyone's going into labor. I don't know. <laughs> I have no I hope idea. not. Yeah, we yeah. got too many people anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a whole other whole kettle of fish, my friend. That's what we're talking about today. Too many people on the planet. Calling the planet. Hey, positive. <laughs> Love language. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, of course, uh, the debut Wind Waker album, Love Language, is out on May 6th this week. And it's big and it's melodic and catchy. And there's so many layers to this thing that it really, to me, it shows a band that's evolved greatly with every release. H- have you guys been feeling that? Like you sort of went in there and you've, you've sort of, bashed out something really special this time ah thanks for saying that um i think yeah as collectively as a band i think we really uh actually impressed ourselves a lot on this one i think we've all i mean we've been sitting on the album for a while so we've all listened to it like way too much (laughs) (laughs) um so it's super interesting now that we're starting to get fresh ears onto it and giving us feedback but it's kind of reminded me what it was like for us to listen to it for the first time once it was finally finished. And um, yeah, we definitely are all really stoked on it. We think, we think it's our best work to date, obviously. And yeah. um, we're all, yeah, I think we all think that it's, it's a massive progression in our, in our music and as musicians, both, both in songwriting and, and, and our own personal abilities on our instruments collectively. And then also as a group and our ability to write music together. hundred percent, hundred percent. But I mean, the last couple of years have been really unpredictable and, and testing for a lot of bands trying to keep it together and, and trying to push through the shit storm and just, yeah. you know, just keep that creative creativity flowing. Did you feel like it was a real journey to get there for this album and, you know, personally and, and creatively. Yeah, it was, geez. I mean, we, when we initially set out to write the album, we were going to try and get it done within six months. Yeah. And yeah. Ended up writing it across the whole 
the whole COVID era. So, because when we started, we started writing it at the start of 2020 and we just booked the Hyperval tour, which was supposed to happen in 2020. And we were like, well, let's finish the album. That gives us a good deadline. Let's, let's try and finish the album to have it as a, you know, incentive for people to come and watch us at Hyperval. And then COVID happened and threw the shit into the fan. And (laughs) now, you know, then we spent the whole, the next two years writing it, which, uh changed it obviously and it's yeah. it, it would it would be a completely different album if we went down that route and COVID didn't happen so in what way interesting to see what it was i honestly think it would have been rushed i think we needed that that much time to really mm. polish it there were at the time when we started with there were a lot of different songs that actually didn't end up making the cut for the album so oh well wow. it would have been very different very different have you got those songs still like, are they on the back burner on hard drive somewhere for like future releases? Is that the, the yeah? We, <laughs> we've got like this, we've got this folder where we keep all our demos and they all still exist, like really old demos, even from like, you know, shit that didn't make the cut on our first EP to like the second EP. So, like, sometimes I go back through it and I'm like, man, we suck. <laughs> 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 you know, so it's like they're in that folder for a reason and you kind of figure it out. Like, two years later and you re listen to it and you're like, yeah, this, I'm glad we didn't release this. What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> nah, I, man, I don't know. Even listening back to, to the early stuff, I think from um, obviously the stuff that was released, I think it's really good. Ob- to what it, where you are now, like as I said earlier, like there's definitely a massive evolution each step of the way. But I mean, what band hasn't, you know, done that? You know, but yeah, saying that that's old material is really fucking good, dude. <laughs> Thank you. You, I should just send you the demo box, and then you can then you can really evaluate our old stuff. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, that's you know, it's you know those uh the uh the videos where people reaction videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we make old, old demos reaction, <laughs> and it, I. I dare any bands to imagine a channel that of just people sending through their worst demos to be like pulled apart. Like that, that takes big balls. <laughs> I tell you what, it would be it would be interesting. It'd be yeah. interesting to see like one what what that would do to a band's career, whether it would like ruin it <laughs> or if it would just be like a really interesting thing for people to listen to. It probably ru- wouldn't ruin wouldn't ruin their career, surely. No, I don't. I don't think so. But I think it would definitely, it, it would be uncomfortable for them. It's it'd be feeling mm. like you were totally exposed because it's unfinished. Yeah. It's on whatever. It it'd be, yeah. It's yeah, it would problem. definitely. It would. It, it would lower the bar. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's saying that. I mean, you know, it's definitely. It's got a lot more synth and electronic elements to it than your previous stuff, which is always sort of been there, but it seems more of a driving force here. What, what sort of drove that direction this time? I think um, uh, Jesse and Lalik served as kind of like the two key song. What would you call it? The core writers of the songs, you know, they would come up with a lot of the spines of the songs mm. and the first sort of iterations of the demos um, and they both, I think, really wanted to explore more electronic stuff. They've, they've both 
done that before and I think they just both wanted to get a lot better at it. So they bled it into Wind Waker and I think it's served served us pretty well. It's there's there's a lot of interesting stuff in there that's that's all computer generated. <laughs> so yeah. Um yeah, I think I think they definitely both of them wanted to get better at it and you know again going back to like that old demo box i've definitely gone back and seen what they used to be like with electronic stuff and it was not good so it was kind of like a little experiment for them as well i guess but it's it's world building in a way yeah like i i, I listen to a lot of industrial stuff so i'm used to all the synths and and all that i love that i love you know not just having the heavy guitars but you know painting that whole world musically and it, it's this album's just really, really good, dude. Like oh, in that you. sense, like when you're listening to it, when you when you listen to stuff, I don't know about you. You've got your stuff for your gym, you got your stuff for your driving the car. But if you want something that's gonna really sort of take you somewhere mentally, I think it does mm. that, you know, really well. Oh man, thank you. That's that's definitely something that we set out to achieve. I think like um, I've been saying that that the album you know, you can experience it in a few different ways. Um, you can definitely listen to it just at face value and kind of get, a, you know, a really nice journey of soundscapes because yeah. it goes through so many different, I guess, genre bending approaches to music. Um, but then there's also the journey that you can take where you really sit down and, and delve into it. You read the lyrics and you kind of sit down and really try and take it all in. And I think that's, that's the, that's the true experience <laughs> if you want to go yeah. down that route. But um, yeah, it's cool to hear that you've, you've had something like that because that's definitely what we set out to achieve. And there's still more stuff that I'm discovering about it. Mm. Like I want to get it on vinyl because I know it'll probably really pop there and it'll give me the chance to sort of, you know, quiet myself and, and spend a bit more time with it as well. You know, yeah. cause that's, yeah. I don't know. There's something about listening to vinyl. I'm one of those guys, but I think this, as I said, there's so many layers to this album that mm. people will be discovering stuff time and time again. I think that's where it's going to really serve you guys really well, even going into the future. But in saying that, have you upgraded your gear? You know, there's those challenges to do it live. Have you had to like spend a put a coin on like, okay, got to get these new in ears, got to get the, you know, we've we've updated the crap out of our live show. <laughs> it's been very expensive. I've got a map. Yeah, like we have a bit of that label money, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we um, uh, we've we had to update. I mean, just as a general thing, as a band, like as you start to play bigger shows, we've updated the crap out of like our in ear rig. But uh, the biggest thing that we've updated probably is we've taken on a uh, well, he's a session musician at the moment. Um, his name's Connor Robbins, and he's playing like live all the electronic stuff live. Oh, sick! He's, so he's kind of like you know uh what's his name jordan fish in in bring me like he's got like a full synth set up on stage he brings like uh, an epic like little um tom drum that's that's triggered and he's got his synths he's got his pads and he plays literally all of the electronic stuff yeah. on the album live which is crazy that is you know what i grew up in a time where bands had to have keyboards i i'm i'm yep. an- I'm an old man. Like back in the day, <laughs> seeing Fear Factory live, they oh, have their keyboards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. 1997. They, I can't remember his name. It's been that long, but they yeah. had someone to do that job and it added that extra element. And then bands sort of just went, nah, we're just going to have it on a, on a loop. 
Just going to have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chuck it in the backies. Yeah, that's it. But <laughs> I've seen that go horribly wrong several times oh, yeah. for bands. Yeah. You know, so I like that you guys have done that. That's really fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah, we're pretty stoked on it. He's he's incredibly talented. And he started off as a drummer. And I think uh, that's that's made him really good at, at what he does now because it's all most of the electronic stuff is rhythm based and he's got he's got a lot of like uh coordination to do between his two different hands and hit different things at different times i actually tried to like get up there at one point during our rehearsals before he started the headline tour and, and like give a bit of it a go and i was like i can't do it. i actually can't play this i don't know how he does it it's crazy um and it's impressive live he's a really good live performer he brings like great energy on stage so he's a good little asset at the moment um that's awesome yeah yeah so that's that's definitely the biggest upgrade live anyway is a whole another human on stage (laughs) has it has that affected older material that you're playing as well like have you updated those to fit in with the new stuff yeah he's he um when we first started doing rehearsals with him he just came to rehearsal and had figured out all the electronic stuff from our old shit too and was playing that and it's very he's one impressive. of them he's one yeah, of those guys he's, he's like yeah. this little like um you know he's he's only 20 i think he's 21 or 22 and we're all like between 26 and 29 so like he's a slight generation difference to us and he's just so good at everything in that technical world like we've had so many problems since we started having him on board and he's just fixed all of them yeah. <laughs> he's like our go-to guy now we're like we're, we can't do this he helped with like our indie rig like he's crazy but the younger generation they just know how to do shit i don't know it's true 100 percent, it's true dude mm. in my band he's 22 and he's like that they just watch stuff yeah. on, on youtube and they go oh yeah cool like in uh 3D print a car and you're like, yeah. like what are you doing, bro? Yeah, the <laughs> fuck? yeah, I know. You're like, they're like yeah. scientists, which is cool, which I, I think is a good thing. But um, you know, I it may, throw him a few extra beers on the rider. He'll be right. Yeah. Oh, we do, we do. We we make sure he's looked after. <laughs> he's a good dude. <laughs> That's it. Well, in regards to the album, I mean, there's so many great tracks on there, but the one that sort of stuck out was there's the track uh Silver Linings, which is a sample of someone leaving a voice message. I kept going back to it and seeing how that ties into the whole concept. Mm. What's, what's the, what's the story behind that sample and how's that lead into the rest of the album? Yeah. Did that throw you when you're listening to it? Were you expecting uh, a song? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it originally wasn't there obviously when we had the track listing mm. and um, we, we had gone through like a few different track listings with, I think we went through three different track listings and we were yeah. like playing them back. And um, the one that it was now felt right. Um, and I don't think any of us other than Will picked up on something needing to be there. And then he came to us at one point and was like, hey, I've got this voice recording from a friend. I've asked her if we can use it. I've just placed it in between these two songs on the track listing. Just have a listen to the full album through. And tell me what you think. And um, it was a really odd coincidence in the way that it worked with the album. I don't know how it did, but we were just playing through. And it's it's the point in the album where the song slows down, like we slow everything down and we go into the title track, Love Language, which yeah. is like a slow ballad. And um, 
Will put it in before that. And we thought, like, you listen to it. And what she says in the, um, in the voice recording is so relevant to, like, not only just that one song that it bleeds into afterwards, um, but just the whole experience of the album as a whole. <laughs> it was, it's just a coincidence because she's not like an actress or anything. We didn't pay yeah, her yeah. to record that it wasn't scripted she just sent that to will one day I, I i don't know the full story as to how it got to him but um yeah it just worked and we were just like we've not like planned to put something like this on the album but will listens to a lot of hip-hop he listens to a lot of pop music and he was like yeah people do this like all the time on like their albums in like the bigger in like super big genre stuff like mm-hmm. hip-hop and pop and he'd heard like kid Leroy had done it in an album i think and he was really keen on doing it and we were just like well yeah none of us are opposed to it it seems to work really well so let's let's do it i i like it i like it a lot but it makes it very interesting you know yeah, like yeah. what's going on it's just there's more layers so i keep saying there's more yeah. layers and layers and layers of this album yeah it's, it's part of the story definitely it, it it's a huge aspect of like the through line of the album definitely what is the work. concept that's running through it like they're all tied together right all the songs are sort of tied together in in a loose sense. Um, in in this in the the overall theme of the album is experiencing love, um, in you know trying to encapsulate encapsulate love in all its forms, mm. um, and the ways you can experience love through like relationships, through partners, intimacy, friendships, uh, and all the good and bad that comes with it. And it loves such a broad spectrum of emotion. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Um, and I think that's why it's such a broad spectrum of music oh, yeah. in the album because it's just chaotic. I've been saying that it's like a, it's a, it's a like chaotic cohesiveness because it goes from chaos and then it goes to like nice little moments of balance and, and peace. And then it just freaking hits you in the face really hard. Um, so there's not, I wouldn't say there's like a, a, an actual narrative through line. It's not like a concept album in that sense, but they all bleed together in, in their own sense through experiences of love and what we were all going through at the time. Um, whether it was like things like relationships or it was even just to do with like being in lockdown and what we we're experiencing through lockdown and how that was affecting like a lot of, especially the angrier songs on the album. Yeah. Yeah. And the ones that are like a savage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's moments on this thing that are just brutal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, again, it's like that, that spectrum of love is, you know, I mean, even in now we're, we're all still young and we've got a lot of experiencing to do still, but from what we've all have experienced and what we've all spoken to each other, cause we're all such close mates and, you know, we tell each other a lot of stories. Um, we had to, we had to really, go to both extents of the spectrum which is why it gets really fucking heavy in certain points because you know 
that those moments happen in 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 life yep and and they've got to be represented in music definitely absolutely absolutely and the, i mean the cover i love the cover it's it reminds me of the bjork video for all is full of love but obviously it's yeah? you know different meaning have you seen that video no i haven't seen it no kind of like she's android version of herself ah oh, cool like but yeah like obviously it's not the same thing but no, no, yeah, but- i was like oh man like because I, I i love that video if you haven't seen it check it out but what's how's that tying to it all um the yeah the the album artwork we came across as well <laughs> it's just so many co- coincidences with this album um that we hadn't planned out but things just seem to fall into place it's crazy actually just reflecting on it just some of the things that have happened to this album has just been very like not uh planned but planned to a, to an extent but still like just coincidences um, fate, dude fate yeah fate right <laughs> um will will again came across uh a 3d artist i think he was just scaring uh instagram for like artworks because we were at that point of like coming yeah. up with artworks we were talking to designers we were thinking of what we wanted um and he found this really cool 3d artist on instagram um and he messaged us straight away and he was like, yo, I found this guy. He does really cool stuff with 3D. And we'd been, we'd all been really keen on like 3D art um, for like a few weeks. We'd all been sort of like, yeah, it would be cool to do some 3D art for the album. Um, and we were like looking at designers to actually get something mocked up. Um, and then Will sent us this stuff and he was like, I've already messaged the guy. He was like super excited. He's like, I've already messaged the guy. He's really keen. Like he said that, you know, we can like purchase whichever one we want and use blah, 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 blah. Um, and he sent us like 30 d- designs. Like there were a lot. There was this whole, there's this huge folder of just a huge amount of, of 3D artworks that this guy had designed. And uh, we spent like a week going through them all and picking our favorites and then discussing them. Um, and that one seemed to to represent the, the music the best. There was something about it. Um, for me personally, I look at it and I see like two people just smashed into each other like yeah yeah yeah. into each other and um they're like holding each other but then there's also like a separation in in terms of like the contrast and then there's like weird things going on with like um i think it's the one in white has like this split through through it or them or her, her and um i don't know it just seemed to represent the the what we were what we were going for with the album musically it's had this sort of chaos but really nice uh balance and control to it do you know what i mean like it's yeah, had this really 100%. nice almost zen-like quality to it while also having little little things that you could look at and you wouldn't notice just at face value but then you'd look in and you'd be like oh there's like some really fine detail like texture on on this one and this one's got this and then overall it kind of looks like a heart as well because they're like morphed together and there's like yeah yeah so i don't know it was like this (laughs) we all we all all collectively had sent that one in our top ones and i think it was the only one that we all sent together i think yeah and it's really cool yeah (laughs) and of course i mean we were talking before about people doing reaction videos Yes. So, and I did see the response online to Superstitious Fantasy. The video for that has been like incredible. But yeah. I mean, I've, people are posting re- these reaction videos and it's just getting lots of love everywhere. 
I mean, the video looked like it was a lot of fun to make, but how's it been getting that feedback from people, you know, talking about it? And it must be pretty cool. Yeah. Superstitious was, I, uh, it's definitely like my top, probably like my favorite or my second favorite song on the album. Um, so we were all super, I, th- I think it's the same for the boys as well. Like we're all super excited for it to come out because it was, uh, it feels like a very different mix of sounds that we hadn't really done before. Um, and the song just like, has got this really nice groove to it. Uh, and then this really beautiful, like melodic parts. Yeah. In it. And yep. we were really excited for it to come out. So when we, when people started doing the reaction videos, like all of us were watching them <laughs> and sending them to each other. Um, and I, I kind of, had a suspicion that it would go down well that song and it's been really cool to sort of confirm that because it's like that song slaps for me i love listening yeah, yeah, to it and i yeah, love playing that, it live yeah and um and my favorite part about it is people have been pointing out like the bass in it as well <laughs> I was people about don't to point that out in bass. my notes dude <laughs> people don't point out bass but dude but man that, see, yeah, I can't yeah. even do it. That sounded like Seinfeld. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it was all. But like, <laughs> the, but, yeah, but, but like the the bass playing in that track in particular, dude, is like mint. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. No, it's it's um we. I don't know that 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 the riff is so simple that in the verse and you know there's not much going on with the guitars in the verse, and I was just like, we got to put some slappy sick shit in here <laughs> and um yeah it just bops uh i love that part i love playing yeah, it it's so much fun yeah <laughs> yeah see I'll, there's not a lot of bands that do that these days you know what i mean mm. not a lot of bass players like you know so when i heard it i was like yes <laughs> yeah that's what we need yeah it's it's very easy nowadays just to follow the guitar and sort of yeah, yeah. provide that lower octave um but I really, I always look out for moments to have a little, I don't know, I guess, moment of spotlight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, there's a few moments like that on the album, actually. Yes. Little bass, little bass parts that just stick out. Um, but I try and keep my balance, obviously. Like, I know my place as the bass player. i got to keep the rhythm going. And yeah. You're not going to come you know, out. If there's a part. Play pool. <laughs> yeah. Like, all that. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd. I'd be keen to see some primus action but still yeah, <laughs> yeah the other guys sick. yeah <laughs> just do yeah. it we yeah. had this joke um with with our writing when we were like giving feedback on like songs and especially with mixes where like ever i'm like the least technical person in the band so i usually when when the mixes and mastering are happening i'll, I'll take like a little backseat and i'll give like a a kind of over the general opinion on what what i think but everyone else is like yo like this frequency and this frequency and this and that and the compression and the overheads and all this shit and i'm just like it needs more bass <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like shut up india yeah no, no. they're like science yeah what yeah. is it with it you know bands I'm the, I'm the same with mine like they're all like science science math science and i'm go yeah, uh, yeah. just yell things brutal blast beat thing go, <laughs> all right dickhead i'm like yeah cool. <laughs> yeah cool um yeah but i mean uh, uh, hey as as we were saying like it's it's one of my favorite things about the band is you're playing but also you guys recently signed to fearless records a couple of years ago is that right yeah we How long ago was that we 
I think we announced it at the in November last year, but it had obviously happened before that. <laughs> I think yeah, it was yeah. like maybe. I mean, we'd be talking to Fearless since the Empire EP because they really liked that and they messaged us. They got in contact with us on that EP uh, and just were like checking in and we were like, we, we want to like track where you guys are going, like keep sending us your stuff. Like we're really keen on you. Um, Mark from Fearless in particular, like kept checking in with us. And then um, when it was time to shop around the album, I think we were shopping it at the... I think it was done like just at the around the start of 2021, and we were shopping it around then. And obviously, Fearless were like time, one of the yeah, 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 yeah. And Fearless were like one of the tops of the list. And um, I think yeah, it all just sort of happened around that time. So we'd been sitting on that news for a while, just like everything else because of COVID. <laughs> just ridiculous. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but that's a long time to sit on an album, dude. That's a, yeah. you know, yeah. but over that time, you know, waiting for that, you know, how, how have they supported you guys as a label and, and, and backed you guys up until this point to, to get it out? Have they, have you found them to be pretty good? Feels fucking awesome. They're like such a supportive label for us. They, they're always on board with everything they do and they're, they're always like offering us ideas. I think like the best part about it is they never tried to just take over Mm. the way that we we do things as a band because obviously like with social media and shit we do a lot of shit posting and memeing and whatnot and they've always been very supportive of how we engage with fans and they never wanted to change like how we uh brand ourselves i guess um so they just come in and they just are like this really nice sort of net underneath us that keeps us uh doing not completely ridiculous things um (laughs) And they, yeah, the whole album process, everything, even from when we released that toxic cover, they've, they've, they've been spearheading everything on top of everything and just running. We've just been like, yeah, we'll do, we'll do what you say. You guys know what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, Yeah. But they've been great. They support us really well. Like Mark, one of the fearless like heads, he he, like just randomly calls us every now and then just to check in. Like, it's, it's really nice. It's like a nice little family. It's cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Of course, I mean, uh, you've got some big stuff coming up. Like that's for sure. You've got uh, a tour coming up with uh, was it I Prevail, Motionless, Motionless in White. Yes, June? man, sold out already. Huge. Most of it. Holy shit! I think most of it's sold out. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm so excited. It's like, I mean, when that got announced, that was the biggest thing that we'd ever been put on back in 2020. And we were like so upset when COVID cancelled everything and we didn't know if it was going to come back. And then um, Chris O'Brien, our manager, told us that it was getting rescheduled. I can't remember when he told us. I think it was a while after it got cancelled. So we kind of didn't know what was happening. And then when we found out it was coming back, we were all just like, yes, thank God, because it's such a sweet lineup. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's solid, eh? Yeah. Man. And it's, yeah, it's, it's like all the, really nice venues in Australia that we haven't played yet. Um, and I've never been to Perth and we're going to Perth. We had never played Perth. I don't know how, but we've never managed to get to Perth yet. So, and I've personally never been to Perth. So I'm excited to go over to Western Australia and check that out. Oh, There's off. like a lot of really cool things that come with that tour. Yeah. It's going to be, incre- it's going to be crazy, man. 
And I mean, mm. I'd say tickets are available now, but it's sold out in Brisbane. So if you snooze, you lose people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have to travel. That's have to travel. <laughs> yeah. See what's left. Yeah. Pick up the scraps to the scrap tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and don't and don't do that thing where people message on the uh, on the Facebooks where they're like, "I can no longer go to show. Uh, send money via iTunes gift cards." You're like, <laughs> don't do that. Don't fall for the scalpers. Yeah. Yes, don't. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Most people are pretty savvy now. I feel like the scalpers, they, they really have to up their game, but yeah, it still happens. It still it, happens. It, the, the funniest one I saw, we were playing a free show. <laughs> it was a free show. <laughs> what? Was, yeah, yeah. It's just like, I have three tickets available. And I was like, uh, it's free. Are there tickets? <laughs> But um, that's so stupid. I know this these bots, mate. Skynet, oh, man. shit. But um, dude, I mean, we're running out of time. Your Skype's like, you know, but that's cool. Sorry if I've kept you a little while too. But uh, what what else is ah, happening? No what else is going on for you guys for the rest of the year into uh, twenty twenty three? We have some <laughs> massive stuff, massive tour stuff that's going to get announced soon. I wish I could say what it is because go on mate there's like so there's like there's some epic shit that's happening for us with touring and we're pretty much just like we're pretty much touring the whole end of the year um from once i prevail starts we're pretty much touring the whole year up until december and then uh through to 2022 yeah so it's gonna be a lot of shows it's good like thank gosh because i just need more live shows in my life (laughs) everyone does I mean, you've waited for this a long time, so now it's time to hit the ground running. Is overseas on the cards? Uh, potentially. Potentially. There's been, like, talks for some overseas stuff. Um, I can't say much. Oh, see? <laughs> so I got my little shovel. I'm doing a little dig. Got to find that. Get to the bottom of it all. But, uh... but it, it, well, there's, there's, yeah, there's definitely been, like, talks and, and offers and whatnot for overseas stuff. So there'll be, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Exciting times. I mean, I want to go overseas. So yeah. <laughs> take me overseas. Let's go. <laughs> I want to go overseas. Take me with you. Yeah. You <laughs> broadcast like, on the tour. Yeah. Why not? Who's that guy? Oh, dude. Some <laughs> guy. <laughs> just, just so some hobbit we bought from the Gold Coast. <laughs> He's got a bum knee or something. <laughs> a bung knee. Yeah. Just look for the guy with the bung knee. The little hobbit dude. But, um, bro. Thanks for hanging out on the show. It's been a blast ha- talking to you. And of course, you got absolute pleasure. But uh, May 6th, this week. May 6th. Love language. Get all, we'll have all the links down here somewhere in the show notes. Uh, the vinyl's really fucking cool. So I've got to get my hands on that. So, yeah, pick it uh, up. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Definitely. Yeah. We love hearing what everyone has to say. So more reaction videos. Yeah. Yeah. More reaction videos. Yeah. That's, we need more reaction videos in our lives. Everyone does. That's so it. Much fun. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, bro, you take care of yourself and we'll see you up here in the very near future. Thank you. I hope your knee heals up <laughs> and you can <laughs> yeah. raise that chair again. <laughs> yeah. 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 Next time you see me, I'll be like up here. It's all <laughs> fake. It's all pretend. But, uh, yeah. It's all pretend. pretend. I really am tiny. But, uh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of yourself, bro. Thank you very much for hanging out. Thank you so much. I'll see you soon. See you, man. See ya. Planning on traveling this summer? 
Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 